0: Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine?
1: Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing
0: the useless things. Welcome to episode 47 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. I'm your host, Lydia, and this
1: week um, I have to tell you guys a story. (laughs) Wait, what were you saying, sorry? What did you say? Go ahead.
0: Oh, I think there's a lag. Are lagging right now? There's (laughs) There's oh. <laughs> a lag. Okay. That explains <laughs> everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that, guys. I think we're back. Hello?
1: Hi. Hi. Is there still a lag? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there is. I think that was okay. good. I think okay. that was good. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So this week, um, I have a story, but I'll tell it after Courtney introduces herself. <laughs> this
0: is hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm Courtney that's Courtney <laughs> You not tell um, I also have a story for you I had a Ooh. bad restaurant experience this week but Lydia <gasps> oh. you go first let's hear your story first okay okay so my story
1: um, it has a little bit of everything you know drunk girl infidelity <laughs> and some crazy oh. so basically I went to I went out with my friend this weekend and mm. we went to like a party of these people who we met. And we show up to this party and it's like these really cool people. And it was like this one girl and this like four or five guys. And there was like some other people on the balcony and stuff like that. It was this little apartment in Toronto. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh, today's actually my birthday. And I was like, holy shit. Happy birthday. Like, you know, tell me more about yourself. And she was like, yeah, it, my fiance passed out in the bedroom right now because he got like so drunk tonight because it was also his birthday.
0: Uh-oh. And I was like,
1: oh, so cute. Both I'm birthdays. And like, yeah. something. He's like
0: is this Uh, okay sorry uh, continue Continue. uh, uh,
1: (laughs) and um she was like yeah and like we were both a little drunk we were both a little lit having a good time and then they all group think had this idea this like super funny prank where Uh um we would go into the room of the passed out fiance and Mm -hmm. i would lie down in the bed next to him And then she would come in and, like, wake him up and be like, who is this girl? Like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. As if he was, like, drunk and was like, I don't know who this is. Blah, blah, blah. That was how the prank was supposed to go. And let me tell you, from the get-go, I was very unsure about this prank. I did not know these people. <laughs> I had never met these people in my life. And I was like, are you sure this is a good idea? And by this point, there was about eight people egging me on. and <laughs> And two people already had their cameras Seems like out. like a toxic to relationship. I don't know. It was a little strange. And then eventually I was like, oh, fuck it. Okay, fine. I guess like I'll go for it. So I lie down in the bed next to him. And I'm like, sitting there or whatever. And then they turn on the light The people are recording. And then she comes in and she's like, hey, hey, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And this guy just starts swearing at her and he's like leave me alone give me five minutes please and he's like going off like he's like saying the f word the c word the b word all the words and i get really oh, so uncomfortable funny. and i get literally scared and i'm like okay this isn't like funny anymore and like i get up and i'm like terrified like looking into some of the cameras i'm like what the fuck is going on like yeah. and then i dip i literally just leave and like they I don't know what happens he's like still swearing at her and yelling at her and she was like no no like it was a prank it was a prank and he was just like just give me five fucking minutes please and like it was scary and it was intense and then I I was gone by this point point. and then later she was like oh my god that was so funny I was like I didn't really like that <laughs> I was like I'm so sorry like I don't understand like your humor maybe but I was like I didn't I I was like I feel like I should apologize because I didn't know that that prank was gonna go so badly and she was like it didn't go badly that was funny and I was like oh haha good (laughs) I'm glad she thought it was funny but I was extremely uncomfortable and um I don't know if you're out there I don't I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, is this a fiance thing to do? Like, is she just like I'm not no. aware that she's being like maybe in a toxic relationship? And like, I
0: don't know it if I would sounds... ever
1: tolerate my man swearing at me like that, even if he was like passed out drunk. I don't know.
0: Honestly, like on both ends, it sounds a little toxic to me because like, <laughs> playing that prank, I think yeah. on your partner, it feels weird i don't it, know yeah yeah and then yeah the first. swearing and the yelling and that not being unusual or surprising yeah. is like further concerning further concerning yes, and yes more concerning I, um, I was not aware so, that that was the
1: direction that prank was gonna go in i thought it was gonna be like a oh my god babe i have no idea who this is i'm so sorry and then she'd be like oh don't worry about it la, la, la. like she's just a <laughs> random girl we just met like you passed out and like you did like it's fine like I don't know even that would have been like a weird I I was it's yeah was it's a weird prank.
0: I was being grouped yeah thanked. no I was no, no. not on you <laughs> not on you like this was literally like the fiance's decision to do this prank so not on yeah. you at all I just think like her decision to play the prank is a little That's weird so and then his true. yelling is also a little weird that is yeah. a weird vibe
1: it was a weird vibe so yeah that was kind of my weekend vibe and I was like what the fuck oh, was wow. that? <laughs>
0: What a weekend, you yeah, had. it was
1: interesting. Yeah, no, the prank gone totally wrong. Domestic dispute. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, done. I was like in the middle of it. Like, they don't even know me. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh. <coughs> anyway, yeah, that was that story. Let us know what you think.
0: Oh, <laughs> What's your Sounds story, Courtney? Fun. No, it was um, weird. <laughs> my story is not as exciting. But I had, a, like, a weird restaurant experience this weekend. We wanted to go out for dinner, and I I just, like, all I wanted was a good bowl of pasta. Okay? That's mm, it's not too much that's to all ask all for, anyone wants. Really. Yes. Yeah. And I was just, that's what I was craving. And, like, there's two really good Italian restaurants in Victoria, but they always have lines to get into. And I was just oh. not about the lines. So I did a little research, and I found this little place. It was, like, this Italian diner it's called frankie's modern diner don't mean to call you frankie's whoa (laughs) put them on (laughs) glass so we decided to go there because i was like hmm diner italian you know they're gonna have pasta so classic we get there first of all i think we walked through the wrong door um (laughs) (laughs) because some guy was like hey guys go over there to like see the hostess and it was literally at the other side of the restaurant we had to like oh. walk through the entire restaurant <laughs> to get to the hostess Oops. i was like this doesn't feel very covid friendly but okay i'll do it <laughs> so we got to the hostess and we're like hey a table of two and she was like yeah one sec and she like walks away and it's just like oh wandering around the restaurant blindly <laughs> we were like should we follow <laughs> and then somebody one waitress walks by us and she's like, "Hey guys, thanks for coming. Have a great night." Because I think she thought we were leaving, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "No." <laughs> and then oh like somebody God. else walks by, and they're like, "Someone will be with you in a minute." And we were like, "Somebody is already with us." But okay, thank you. I don't know what's, what's happening here. And so the host was just like wandering around asking waitresses and like the waiters if they had room in their sections. For oh, us, okay. Which I thought was weird. Like, I feel like that should be better organized anyways yeah i think so too the bartender ended up having room in his section i guess he was bartending and had a section so she was like all right come with me and we were like okay so we follow her to this table and this table it's just me and janae this table is this like rounded bench yeah situation huge huge could sit like (laughs) 10 people and it's like a half semicircle, and it's directly facing somebody else's table people enjoying an intimate meal so janae and i like there's you can't sit across from each other because you're like literally like miles apart i couldn't hear him speaking if we sat on the other side so we had to sit in the middle staring (laughs) at this family having a meal and like i am an anxious person so i felt very uncomfortable and these tables were like very high up too so it was like Everyone can see you. Oh, my God. The vantage point of the whole restaurant literally just, like, felt like I was part of this person's meal. Um, (laughs) And then next, okay, I order a sangria. Not very complicated, okay? Good choice. It was on their happy hour, too. So I was like, okay, sangria. The sangria comes, and it, like, literally, like, there's no fruit in it. It was just, like, wine and fruit juice. And I was like, this what is this Anything and they also did like didn't mix it it didn't taste good whatever oh, whatever it's fine gross. it's fine it was like five dollars so i was like it's, it's a bad sangria
1: yeah, we'll yeah.
0: accept it whatever <laughs> next the menu okay i don't know what it is but like when i was a meat eater i had no problem finding pasta but mm-hmm. as a vegetarian it's like they don't want to feed vegetarians just normal ass <laughs> pasta like they always have yeah. to make it like complicated or like try to judge it up or like they do like no tomato sauce and just like vegetables and like just weird stuff and i'm like i've just Mm -hmm. i just want pasta that's all i want so the only option available to me was like curried pasta and i was like this is it sounds kind of weird but you know what i like curry Mm -hmm. i want pasta sure let's give it a go okay (laughs) oh boy
1: (laughs) those are two flavors
0: that should not go together really it was not good
1: oh that sucks oh, and I was like man. very
0: ambitious about it too he was like you want the big one or the small one and I was like I want the big one you know I want I pasta, want
1: lots of pasta. Yeah. and then I
0: couldn't finish it so I felt bad so I got it like wrapped up to take home and like I did end up finishing it but it just really you know when you really want something and you just don't get it
1: yeah. it just like ruins your
0: night so oh, I was already upset sucks. about that and then we ordered dessert Bad idea.
1: Do you guys just keep giving this
0: this place Bad second idea. chances. Honestly, like, Janae had, had a better. fantastic meal. He had a really brilliant <laughs> <good laughs> and he doesn't have social anxiety like me, so like he didn't have an issue with like the table situation. Oh so yeah, he was yeah, fine. I was not fine, but you are like um, so. We, <laughs> so we ordered dessert. We ordered like a sampler of like three. They have like pies and like cakes and stuff. So we got like a sampler mm-hmm. and you know samplers. Are supposed to be samplers no they come out with three big ass slices one of key lime pie one of apple pie and one of cheesecake which like good but i was already so full for my large pasta yeah and like apple pie dry apple pie just tasted like they had like microwaved apples and put it inside like a pie crust so yeah so yeah frankie's diner um i don't know i don't know about you they do brunch so i'm thinking maybe i'll go back for brunch and give them another chance because you can't fuck up brunch you know yeah
1: maybe we have no idea we will never know these guys yeah it was like a weird experience
0: yeah yeah i didn't get what i was craving no that's such an awkward situation disappointing feeling it's Mm. like
1: oh man i hate that and like when you have cravings i feel like they're also low-key built up over a couple of days too like right? it's never just like in the moment you're like i really want this it's like mm-hmm. you've been a li- feeling it a little and then you're feeling it a little more and then, and you're then you start like, it thinking more. about it and
0: yeah think about it, and you and like, want like, it even
1: more and then finally you break and then for that to like not be satisfied it's just so it's, it was yeah so it's awkward
0: sucks. staring at these people was like, <laughs> <I'm> so sorry <laughs> anyways anyways <laughs> oh that's funny it was fine it was fine it was weird but it was fine
1: yeah it also feels a I think there's just a thing in Victoria that like
0: samplers are just full sizes because this happened to me with the mimosas too oh yeah where, like I thought the it was a flight sampler. but it was just
1: full three. ass mimosas so <laughs> three mimosas in a row I've learned my what
0: lesson now heck? Victoria <laughs> it's just full sizes
1: that's so cute they're like oh fuck samplers that's honestly a life hack though I'm like honestly, don't yeah. get just get the sampler because they'll just give you yeah. so All much i yeah. love that
0: <laughs> i know i just like gotta be prepared for that going in next time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shall we move on yeah <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> okay guys now is the time of the podcast where we talk about the pole ski from last week's ski so um you can find that on our instagram at
0: very.unimportant.people so let's get into it courtney let's Kick, kick us off. <laughs> all right, guys. So the first question this week was, do you drink Diet Coke? And 71% of you said no, mm. which I find very interesting because I think Diet Coke is like a very popular drink. Yeah. But maybe yeah. it's like something that's not popular in the younger generations. Maybe it's like a, a boomer. I, yeah,
1: I feel like it could be. I don't know a lot of people who drink like Diet Coke or really like Coke at all. <laughs> like I actually yeah. don't have a lot of friends who enjoy pop. <laughs> to think of it yeah
0: yeah Hmm. yeah so maybe it's an older generation thing so cool cool good work and the next one
1: was um have you heard of
0: stuxnet
1: and 83 percent of you said no (laughs) guys that's so crazy i totally relate i didn't hear of it until like uh last week's episode either and it was shocking we like the entire country could have been flooded into darkness. <laughs>
0: like, and we had and that was no what idea. Happened.
1: And we just had no idea. Yeah. Crazy. To be honest
0: with you, it should be closer to 100% that said no, but I oh. said yes Ooh. because I had heard of it on Touché. the podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I participate in these polls. I feel like <laughs> I'm breaking them, but I just find it's like so much fun. No, keep going. Keep <laughs> participating. I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> The next question was: Do you find yourself purchasing things based on the dream it provides? Eighty-six percent of you said yes. This is very honest. I Mm -hmm. that's very very vulnerable. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you for bringing your feelings to this poll. It really, it's really sweet because, like, yeah, I had trouble admitting that on last week's episode, but it is (laughs) true. I'm glad it you guys true. are much more into with self-aware. yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the last question was: Do you think World War III will be fought by hackers creating viruses and computer worms? 60% of you said no. 40% of you said yes. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Thought provoking. Almost 50-50. Almost 50 Yes. Um, so it it's possible. Yeah, honestly. Oh, it really happen. is. I wasn't sure what I was expecting for this one, but I'm pretty happy with the <laughs> <Me> outcome. <neither>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
0: don't know what fine. I was expecting for any of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're all very okay. Yes. Good it job. Yes.
1: <laughs> Good work, guys. Thank you so much for participating, you guys. Check us out on Instagram um, for the poll every week on Wednesday or Thursday. You know, it's up for 24 hours. So whenever you can catch it, catch it. And yeah, we'll see you guys uh, with the poll again next time. Bye. Bye. Let's go. Um, okay, I go first. Let's
0: right? go. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, here. So, I am going first this week, and I am like so excited for this opinion this week. <laughs> so, this week I'm covering the Avril is dead conspiracy, which is like the Avril Levine is dead conspiracy, and like Avril Levine is dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't know. anybody tell Actually, me? I through going through all of the evidence and stuff like that for this conspiracy theory I came up with my own theory which I'll go through at the end but that's kind of my okay. opinion is like the theory yes. that I developed about it um yeah, but yeah I'm doing, gonna do the Avril Lavigne is dead conspiracy theory um yeah. this is very near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. a big Avril fan yes big and Avril she fan. looks like her too <laughs> yeah I kind of look like her we covered that a little bit last week and yes, she just yes. came out with a new song. Um. So yes, very near and uh, dear to I my heart. I love her wait. so much. I'm with so her, but okay, too. okay. Let's let's get into it. So basically, <laughs> there is a conspiracy that Avril was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa in 2003,
1: named and that Cordy. the real Avril Levine,
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah. is actually dead. Dun, don don. Dead. Um, Avril. Dead. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, um, according to the conspiracy, the real Avril would have died shortly after the release of her first studio album, which was Let Go. So, that is the only one that's theorized to actually be by Avril. Okay.
1: And look at the timeline of her, of her um, album. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it was like 2004.
1: Let Go was, was the one let go? with
0: complicated skater boy. Yeah, like, oh, Avril. I'm with you. Oh, I yes, my got my jam. OG Avril. <laughs>
1: <laughs> things I'll never say, nobody's fool. Yeah, OG Avril. This was, yeah, okay. this was a good time for Avril Levine for sure. 2002. So the, <laughs>
0: yeah, 2002, there you go. So the origins of this theory date back to um, 2011 to a Brazilian blog, and the blog, <laughs> like, article was so called Avril esta Morta which means, which translates to Avril is dead. Avril is dead in Spanish. Yes, and so it was theorized wow. that the pressures of fame... Um, combined with the death of her grandfather had sent mm-hmm. Avril into a deep depression and oh. she had killed herself after the release of Let Go. What? Oh my god. Yeah. I so don't know dark. That, that was the theory. Dark. I mean, I there's some fringe theories of, like, where people different... have like alternate yeah. theories and stuff like that um, which we'll get into. But this is like the the original Avril is dead theory. They thought that she killed herself because she wow. didn't like things. And mm-hmm. her grandfather was like, yeah. Her dead. grandpapa died. So, mm. Yeah. Um, so while she was alive, there was a lookalike named Melissa Vandella, who was hired to distract the paparazzi. And this part is actually real. She did That's hire Melissa, real? I think so. I, oh, this is what I struggled wow. to actually figure out, but I'm pretty sure this part is real. She did hire Melissa, but it wasn't to like replace her or anything like that. It was literally just no. to like trick paparazzi to think she was somewhere sure, where like she could actually just go hang there. out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. obviously, like Melissa was a, a little of bit like her. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what the weird thing is though about Melissa Vendala is she is an actress, but mm. if you look her up online, nothing comes up. No, like IMDb, okay. nothing. Melissa Vendala like, does she's not exist. Never
1: been in like a fringe theater production. Yeah, or, and it's like, like a... how is she
0: an actor? And if doesn't, she doesn't even have, anything. have like a portfolio. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, um, that's something to consider. So, yeah. so Melissa was hired to distract paparazzi while Avril was going through, you know, her shit. Mm -hmm. and melissa and avril actually became friends and avril started like this is this is conspiracy theory now avril started like teaching melissa how to act and sing like her so this was before she passed away um and it said that after she died avril's recording company just replaced her with melissa because she was making so many profits and she was so big at the time that they didn't want to like for that to die out so they're just like okay you're avril now and they just continued her legacy with melissa in her place
1: wow that is so snake but honestly i don't put it past recording companies me neither they do some such sketchy fucking shit like like keep releasing mac miller songs Mac Miller has been dead i know like he passed away and it was a tragedy don't release any more music it's so it's such a it's it's so shameful i can't believe
0: it (laughs) the other night like janine and i sometimes we just like watch music videos on apple music just for fun because like yeah i love doing that that's yeah and like mac miller's song came on and there was a music video for it and it was like just like of an animated dog and stuff like that but i was like it what? feels wrong to watch this like i agree did That's, he okay this <laughs> like, no, there's no was way. This his there's... will or something like why no. who decided who's doing the animation why is there a dog why is there a song like anyways Yes, Ugh, I totally agree. Just so, yeah, for
1: that reason, I totally think that it's possible for these, like, some of these music recording companies are just like snakes in the grass. They will mm-hmm. do anything for profit. Like, they have, some of them have no morals. Some of them, I'm sure they're fine. Maybe. I haven't heard of them, but I'm sure they're
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, some evidence from the original Avril Estamorta blog includes, oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) moles and blemishes that Avril had in 2002 are no longer there after 2002. So there's, like, a specific photo where it shows her arm and she has, like, a series of freckles, I guess. Yeah. And they, like, circle them and then they track them on the new Avril. And the new Avril does have freckles, but they're in, like, a different place. Okay. Um, did you take a look at this evidence and do you think that it is sufficient? The... This one, this specific one, no. This specific okay. one, I was like, I don't spot the difference. But, you know, uh-huh. people people do. People do. Um, sure. <laughs> there's also a photo shoot where Avril, I don't know if it's actually Avril, where someone, Avril, um, mm-hmm. has Melissa written on her hand. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's it would be weird for someone to write their own name on their hand, but I okay. guess so okay and this one this one we cannot ignore you guys the shocking change in appearance this is Um, something that even like little grade three me was like what happened to avril when that right 2007 what's that what's that album called the best damn thing is that what it's called
1: i think that was the next one so it started
0: with okay so the first one is uh, wait what was under my skin under my okay we're getting there we're getting there let me just a little discography for you guys so the first one was let go in 2002 and then under my skin was 2004 and then the best damn thing was 2007 okay Mm -hmm. but from the 2002 and 2004 to the 2007 album like avril looks night and day different yeah night and day and like her style is different her voice is kind of different And the hair is the thing that baffles me the most because, like, everything else you can kind of change, like, your clothes and all that. But somehow her hair went from, like, little limp hair like mine, Mm -hmm. very thin, very fine, to, like, hella volume. And, like, every single interview she does, hella volume. And I understand that you can do, like, extensions and stuff like that, but it's still like that today. Like, her her hair just suddenly became voluminous. Interesting. And I don't understand how. Interesting
1: maybe she's wearing a wig or something like that but yeah also the
0: voice change I mean but I've from heard 2007 until that now, part yeah to be wearing a wig that whole time
1: <laughs> yeah I guess that's true be, yeah even in the bite me um album cover her hair is like so crazy like yeah she has a lot and of she's it. been like on... obviously that's in extensions but
0: yeah she's been on like tiktok and stuff like that recently and mm-hmm. um her hair is still like that like when she's just hanging around in her home like her hair oh. is like p- huge so yeah hmm.
1: Well, then maybe there's Fishy. some celebrity secrets we Fishy. don't know about but yeah that that is something to be suspicious Fishy. of definitely okay the voice uh, yeah i mean the voice change could be just a like attempt to like change her appearance because miley cyrus did this too you know mm-hmm. like we've heard a lot of people even Justin bieber for example like as you mature your voice changes yeah. like things can get different if you're trying to match like a certain look like
0: yeah i guess so mm-hmm. goodbye lullaby So back to the album, Under My Skin. Yes. This one has some, is very caught up in the controversy because this is like, this album would have been the transitionary period, but it's very much like old Avril, not like new Avril. But Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that think it was actually put together by pre-recordings from old Avril. And a lot of people have analyzed the lyrics from this album and think that it is a hint to what happened. Um. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the song "My Happy Ending," which is like my favorite song from that album, yeah, um, it suggests that Melissa feels guilt over participating in this farce. Oh my god! And also in the song "Slipped Away," there's a lyrics that says, "The day that you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same."
1: Oh, which to about... me, kind of feels like lyrics,
0: but <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Feels like, but lyrics, if you, but I guess can, if you really look into them, it could mean like the day Avril, real Avril died, yeah. that's when she knew Melissa knew it her life was same. gonna change because yeah. she was gonna like she sign up to Avril. this, and now she is taking on Avril's persona. Wow,
0: mm-hmm. damn, um, Nobody's Home. There's...
1: Also, oh, that's kind of crazy because, like, I don't know, even just the titles looking through the titles of this album, like, <laughs> even like Nobody's Home, who knows slipped mm-hmm. away
0: <laughs> like it all hints towards something something else forgotten like if you have this lens on you know yeah. the conspiracy lens on then this album is pretty telling yeah, yeah. the so songs have some pretty interesting Do they themes. think
1: that melissa
0: was like did some of the singing in this album as well so this is kind of this conspiracy does split off to a bunch of other like
1: there's oh, okay, different schools
0: yeah. of thought within this conspiracy, and some people think think oh, <laughs> some <can>. people think <laughs> that this that this album was entirely made up of old Avril recordings, and some people knew that some people think that it's recorded by new Melissa, mm-hmm. new Avril. Sorry, just leaving hints.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so there's, I like that. internet is torn on this one, but 2007 <laughs> onwards definitely Melissa, it definitely there's no that. there's no question about that one.
1: Oh Um, man, I
0: feel bad because I didn't really
1: listen to albums like 2007 and onwards. I'm I only listened to
0: 2007. Yeah, that one's so good. The best Um, damn thing. Actually, maybe I did. Oh, yeah, girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Classic. After that, stop listening, but it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Um, so there's also, I'm sure everyone's seen these on the internet, but there's a bunch of interviews that fake Avril kind of flopped that the real Avril would have nailed um what does that mean we're like okay so I have some examples so the first one would be that there's this interview from old Avril where she's saying that she's 10 when she wrote her first song
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: there's like three clips of new Avril like later on in interviews saying she was like 14 12 7 like she just keeps changing the age wow. that she wrote her first song um there's one where they compare like two videos so the old avril is talking about how she wants how if she wasn't in music she would want to be a cop so she could pull guns and drive around in a cop car and like ah, she was so edgy i know <laughs> she was always and then that years girl She's later... just like i hate the world <laughs> oh, i love her yeah. <laughs> and then years later They do, they ask her the same question. Like, it's a different interview, but they ask the same question. And Avril is like, I would have wanted to be a hairstylist or an interior designer. So it's like 180 flip on personality. What the fuck? There's another one where old Avril is like insulting pop music. Yeah. And she's like talking about how it's like not real music and people just write things that will like get money where like Avril writes from the heart and that's why people Mm -hmm. like her song and that she like cringes every time people call her like a pop queen And then years later, there's an interview where they're like, Avril, what's your favorite genre of music? And she's like, I love pop music, (laughs) which just what? That's a very strong opinion to hold. And I especially
1: towards music. If you're in the music industry, Uh I feel like it's something that you hold on to for life. (laughs) Like people feel strongly about music. That's super suspicious. And then for her to not acknowledge that she, even if she said something like, I used to really hate pop. But now I like it. I like that it. Yeah. Would be redeeming. I love
0: pop music.
1: That's some bullshit if I ever heard. Jeez.
0: Oh, my um, God. And there's this one that I, I couldn't find it on the internet, but I so vividly remember seeing this one. And like I've seen the original video on TikTok recently. And it's a video from Avril. I think it's like backstage on one of her music videos for her first album. Mm-hmm. And there's a spider on the ground. And old Avril literally picks the spider up in her mouth, runs outside, and spits it out outside. Okay? (laughs) I can't. (laughs) The most meta thing I've ever heard. That is so insane. And spits it out. And then there is an interview of new Avril, and they start talking about bugs. And she, like, starts freaking out. And she's like, I hate bugs. Like, I'm so scared of them. Like, ew. Like, don't touch me with that bug. And, like, starts, like, losing it very different which is not a stance queen. yeah that you can just change like if you hate bugs no. you hate bugs yeah yeah and you generally don't go from liking bugs to hating bugs some people go exactly. from hating bugs to being okay with bugs but it doesn't usually go the other way oh so that one God. is
1: that okay i'm starting to think that either yes she is dead or she something else happened like maybe she mm. She like, cause she has Lyme disease, right? So okay, yeah, maybe something happened with like drugs or a rehab center or something like that that like rewired
0: her brain. <laughs> or maybe she um, is dead. <laughs> some people, some people think that she's not dead, but when she had Lyme disease, she like, you know, went MIA and Melissa took over while she had Lyme disease. So that's like a fringe theory. Oh, which... and now she's like. Back now that she's because so. Lyme
1: disease isn't Lyme disease, um, for life
0: once you get it. I think it's for life, but I think there are like treatments. Okay, so there's like, like I varying think she's of... doing better now. She still has okay. Lyme disease, but she's not like feeling like she's dying anymore. Yes, yes, very just good. like very more good. mild to moderate death, not extreme death. Okay, <laughs> you okay. Know? that's good. Yeah, okay, yeah. happy for her. So here's uh-huh. some more differences, old Avril. Used to have like panic attacks while talking to paparazzi or doing any interviews. New Avril is very comfortable around the paparazzi. Old Avril was very tomboy and liked to wear like pants on the red carpet and a lot of black. New Avril or fake Avril um, Mm -hmm. likes to wear like dresses and skirts and loves the color pink, which is fine. You know, people are allowed to (laughs) change their opinions about colors and their style. So I kind of hate this one, but whatever.
1: I would love to get an interview with this so-called Abra Levine and just like talk to her about this stuff and be like, "What she's happened commented to you? on it a few times, really." I, I yeah. would love for It's like it's it's one thing to for her to be like, "I'm obviously not dead, you guys," but it's another thing to actually sit down with her, get Oprah in there, mm-hmm. and be like, "What Oprah. happened?" <laughs> like, just get to the bottom of it. Like, what changed in your personality? Like, mm. what. What did you go through? Like, why are you a completely different person? And then if that doesn't line up, then... Maybe she's dead. Maybe she is. And maybe the end of the Oprah interview, she'll be like, I'm Melissa! I've been <laughs> go- <laughs> I can't live this lie anymore!
0: <laughs> that would be something. That would be good. Um, and then I wrote down a few co- quotes, which I thought were just, like, really funny, from high school students that were, like, interviewed about the theory. They were, like, believers in the theory. Yeah. And one of them said... I mean, she did marry Nickelback, so I guess anything really is possible.
1: <laughs> she married Nickelback.
0: <laughs> and then the other person, Brian Chang, said he also voiced concerns, saying, why would she marry Chad from Nickelback? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> well, and, and I, I just I love John so Kruger. much that that's like a central part of, this of the conspiracy. They're like, it can't be. Avril would never <laughs> marry Chad no sane person and also why is it the most canadian thing ever just to hate nickelback but also love nickelback like we all know when rockstar comes on like we are jamming but everyone is like fuck you nickelback yeah the concerts sold out (laughs) right it's like the weirdest love-hate relationship i
1: love it that's so good (laughs) um chad they had a song together i think they wrote it when they broke up
0: that's awkward yeah Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, do <laughs> I don't know when Did you write a song with your ex. Anyways, um, so, yes. And then there's that whole like voice change thing. So I watched a video of a voice teacher analyzing her like voice singing the mm-hmm. same song in 2003 and 2007. And like they sound so different. So mm-hmm. different. One's like very low and moody. The other one is like very yeah. high and like preppy. Um, but the music teacher just says that she's singing in a different timbre. So she yeah. kind of like debunks this one, but I don't know. I, I don't really understand singing debunkable. But,
1: like, it's like I don't know. Like I like it's like seeing Justin Bieber sing "Baby" in twenty uh, twelve, yeah, and then when true. he does it in his shows today, like obviously it's a difference. But even when he was like going through like growing up yeah. and stuff like that, like it would change almost every year like his voice would change yeah. and he would sound different and how old was avro when she got famous she was she was young right I think like she was, she was like, like 16 19
0: she was 16 mm-hmm. went, brah i don't know that's i completely i don't know if that number is real but also i don't, I don't actually think i think she was female voices she was, change as much as male voices and i think if they change earlier if they do change correct me if i'm wrong science people if any science people listen to this podcast but mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure female voices don't change as much because, yeah it's like I a guess male thing so. you know yeah that's true I,
1: th- I think throughout your life though your voice does change though maybe because yeah. like sometimes on the phone like you can tell what age of a person you're talking to true sometimes that's not always but, like the case, between though.
0: the ages of like what like 16 and 20 i don't know if it would change that much like maybe like 20 and like mm-hmm. 60 you'd be like oh, okay mm-hmm, this 60 mm-hmm. year old but <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
1: Maybe. This is a voice science thing. I still think there's a little bit of a difference. But also, I like the conspiracy series.
0: And then these are just, like, my own observations of, like, the interviews compared to one another. Um, So old Avril is very, like, hyper and anxious and fidgety, but she's also very, like, polite and, um, like, engaging in the interview. And new Avril is more, like low energy calmer she's talking slow but she's also kind of standoffish like some of the answers that she gives i'm like you could have tried edgy queen (laughs) you you could have tried." you You Uh. know you know when people like answer questions just to like shut things down and like don't give anyone a chance to like probe further about the question Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just like no oh nothing else you know (laughs) okay stuff like that she did i was like yeah okay okay um And so this theory picked up a bit of traction in 2015 when a BuzzFeed reporter tweeted about it saying that this theory was created to show how real conspiracies, to show how real conspiracies can be created to look. So he's basically saying that, like, this was created to make you fall for it, to make a point about conspiracies. Um, But it really blew up in 2017 when a high school student posted the theory on Twitter and he wrote a read about it yeah um and he cited changes <laughs> such a good point in our lives um yeah. he <laughs> he stated changes in her face changes in her fashion style changes in her handwriting um and he's the one that presented the theory that under my skin was pre-recorded before avril died
1: mm-hmm. interesting
0: um i saw the handwriting 20, one too oh i thought that was it, really interesting it's very i haven't different. seen that yeah. one
1: her handwriting is like completely different, but he was using Ooh. source from a music video that she recorded. So it, and versus like a picture that she took on her Instagram or something like that. So it's very mm-hmm. possible that the handwriting in the music video was just a prop. So yeah, I think that's probably. kind of where the credibility was probably. lost.
0: <laughs> I don't think she wrote that. That's not really how <laughs> movies work. Um, yeah. <laughs> in a 2017 Facebook Live Q and A session, somebody literally asked her if she was dead. Um, <laughs> And she replied no i'm not dead i'm right here <laughs> yikes that's um, rough she was also that's asked rough. in australia in 2018 on like a talk show interview <laughs> um, about the conspiracy and she was like and she replied some people think i'm not the real me that's so weird like why would you even think that but a lot of people are saying that she's never actually flat out denied that she's been replaced
1: wow. she's just saying like
0: i'm not dead i'm right here and like yeah. why would you think that that's crazy but not actually like interesting you know she's never been confirming like, this is fake I nor am, denying
1: i see i see i think she i think i think that mm. maybe her pr team is like this is free publicity just play a <laughs> <laughs> Just play along and just try your best to like not mm-hmm. give them too much so that they keep tweeting about it and they keep trying to find new evidence because it'll give you more fans and like more publicity or Maybe. something like that. Possibly. That would be a good move if they, if that is what they're doing. That would be smart. <laughs> the
0: curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's like sexy. two. two other like fringe theories the one was that she has lyme disease which i mean she does have lyme disease that's not a theory but that melissa just replaced her while she was battling lyme disease Mm -hmm. and then there's another one that she died in 2013 in a skiing accident in whistler i don't really know about that one that one was just like mentioned um okay but this (laughs) just thrown in there this i loved so in 2021 very recently at the vmas um, she was on the red carpet, and like MTV did an interview with her. And you know how they display the name of the person, like while they're talking Stop. under the person. Yeah, they they put Avril Lavigne in quotation marks yeah. for her interview. <laughs> and it kind of just like revived the conspiracy on Twitter all over. Again.
1: Stop it! That is Abra too Levine. good. Avril Lavigne in quotes. Oh my Which god! I love. Poor girl. I know, I know, poor that's thing. That's so funny, MTV. I <laughs> I honestly love that. That's so subtle, and, like, for them to do that is such a shout-out to the fans. <laughs> like, amazing. I kind of love that. That's really good. Chef's kiss. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Um, <clears throat> the original author of Everlasta Amorta actually did admit to making up the whole thing. Damn so, it, no! I know, I know, and she did actually just <laughs> want to see if people would believe something, like, ridiculous, and mm-hmm. people did but she had such good evidence. <laughs> I do have an alternative theory. And you kind of touched on it a little bit. I think you picked up on the theory a little. Okay. I think that Avril either had a substance abuse problem or mm-hmm. was using substances to cope with interviews because oh. she was very anxious about interviews and she did have panic attacks. And there's a video of her when she's young. Mm-hmm. Like an interview of her talking about like how much she like loves to party and like go crazy and like get drunk and I was like, I was very young to be that excited about those things. And she lived in, like, in like, the, Yeah, <laughs> what else to do? <laughs> Um, And in the like new Avril like interviews that people are saying it's a different person, she does seem like she is just like very drugged out or like maybe high and like out of it. Like answering very slowly and like kind of slurring her words a little bit and like not totally present. So I think she either had substance abuse problems or was taking drugs before interviews to calm her anxiety about interviews. And maybe this is something in her life that she doesn't want to talk about publicly. And maybe that's why she's (laughs) never addressed the theory (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: but that's because my she theory. Want people to know that she's taking like anti-anxiety medication, like right before yeah, every or just interview. like
0: getting high before interviews.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it's to possible. Just chill her out a little. She's bit. She's famous, wow. you know. There's a lot of drugs mm-hmm. in the. I don't know if she lives in. She doesn't live in Hollywood. I don't know where she lives. Everybody. There's a lot of drugs amongst famous people, so it, yes. it wouldn't be like totally off the mark. Oh, that's so interesting. And she did marry yeah. Chad, so. There was. I don't know if no anyone makes that, that. <laughs> kind of decision <laughs> yeah, with a sound mind.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking Chad! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chad. <laughs> he gets so much hate. <laughs> he makes so much money. Like he's thriving off the hate. I mean, I love it. I know. <laughs>
0: oh, mm, very interesting. So that's my. I like your that's theory, my theory I think, about April.
1: I think yours is pretty solid to be honest because like people did notice a change in her Mm -hmm. they saw that something was different and like it doesn't have to be that she is dead (laughs) it could just be that she there's a lot of (laughs) alternation.
0: yeah 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 and like the voice thing and the style (laughs) thing like those are all things that you can change especially for somebody who was like their first album barely famous to getting picked up by label like labels have a lot of say over what you wear how you look like they were probably coaching her on
1: 100 percent, and they were like this is what is going to make you famous right now you're too edgy for pop and if you want to get into pop you have to be a little bit more (laughs) exactly and she was like as you get more
0: famous you probably have less and less control over like yeah what you put out such a good point so -hmm. kind of makes sense
1: yeah it could just be she is you know a little bit of a product of the industry little bit Mm -hmm. of a
0: little bit of that poor little avril but she's back she's back guys listen to her new song it's called bite me it's on spotify um it sounds like old avril and yeah so into it
1: i love it how could she be dead if she's still releasing good music you know come on guys (laughs) come on (laughs) she's right there
0: (laughs) i'm right here (laughs) i'm right here (laughs) here. are you dead (laughs) i'm right here pretty sick so that's the avril is dead conspiracy debunked cool. maybe Deep i don't know up. you guys can believe whatever you want but I don't think
1: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> okay guys um now is the second half of the podcast and I want to talk to you guys about Wikipedia, um, because what the hell is going on with Wikipedia? Why do they keep asking us for money? (laughs) They've been asking for money for so freaking long. And like, I'm just wondering, where does the money go? Why do they need us to donate like constantly? And um, yeah, so this is kind of what I got into a little bit this week, because I did donate $25 to Wikipedia. (laughs) Yes, I did. I did. And you know, I just realized that that is kind of the opposite of what Wikipedia is, because it's like a free encyclopedia. Yeah. So once you pay for it, it's not free anymore. You paid for it. So I feel like I ruined Uh a good thing. (laughs) In a way, just a little bit, but... I don't know. They were just making me feel so guilty about it. I had, I felt like I had no choice. And also, to be honest, I also donated like a year ago. I gave them $10. Yeah, I
0: remember that. <laughs> that was like at the beginning of our podcast. You talked yeah. about it on the podcast. And I remember being like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, Wikipedia doesn't need money. There's literally yeah. like, people writing things on the internet. Yeah.
1: yeah, they have a couple of employees. They have a couple of people who they need to pay. And they have to pay for hosting the um, encyclopedia um. too so that's pretty much where their money goes but we'll get into that a little bit later okay. <laughs> because I found out pretty much that I did not actually need to donate to wikipedia but also like it's not the worst thing you can do for wikipedia yeah. you know what I mean like
0: it's they like a pretty neutral place profit. to profit
1: yeah yeah and like the money isn't going to anywhere except for to wikipedia like people mm-hmm. aren't getting paid for it they have like a couple of employees they have that they sometimes pay but most of them are volunteers anyways so it's like
0: where does the money go then it just oh to hosting it sits
1: there yeah and they have a giant savings account where they hoard their money just in case (gasps) like they don't make donations and then they have money to fall back on so if they don't get any donations at all in the next and like for the next year to pay for hosting, they'll be able to continue their website for another year and a half. So like they have a lot of money, but it's like they're still very much reliant on donations on the two percent of people who donate to Wikipedia. <laughs> that's
0: that's yeah. strange because I feel like Wikipedia is such an institution in everyone's lives that if like Wikipedia was in danger, people would help. You know? Yeah. If they but were no one actually does. in danger of no, but like that's because they're not in danger right now. Like if they were yeah. like guys. We can't pay to host this if you don't help us out wikipedia is gone forever people would be like yeah. okay i'm gonna help you out because like you're wikipedia but i feel like they don't need it right now
1: <laughs> right now don't. they don't but that's just because people have been donating like it's just I, because they've been able to like sustain activity like every year so far because of these freaking ad campaigns that they run and i'm sure you guys have seen these before where they're just like Please donate money to us. We humbly <laughs> ask you, the internet user, support net neutrality and keep us ad-free, or we will fucking kill ourselves. <laughs> you like, <laughs> okay, all right, calm, calm down. down there. I have five dollars okay. to spare. <laughs> I will literally hold you up on my back single-handedly. I got you, <laughs> Wikipedia. You know, like they run these fucking ads that just like really get into your head. Personally, <laughs> and just, like, for two percent of other people, yeah, literally. And then they just also like for everybody else. They're like, um ninety-eight percent of people will just skip this. Will you? Ninety-eight percent of people keep scrolling. Are you? gonna keep scrolling or it's like those facebook gonna... ads
0: that it's like if you keep scrolling <laughs> your mom will die if you hate your mom you don't share this
1: oh my god literally <laughs> you will be haunted for seven days <laughs> yeah yeah they're really dramatic like they're really crazy with it <laughs> so it's like okay fine i'll fucking donate so they've been doing that for like a really long time and slowly you know as they're Um, as the amount of articles that they have expand also the money that they need to pay for internet hosting goes up and then they get like a couple new employees or something like that who do the actual editing so there's like uh, 400 people who are employed with wikipedia who are in charge of the entire wikipedia so they do like the editing and like if anybody vandalizes wikipedia it's insane (laughs) if anybody vandalizes and they're the first people to kind of like combat that for example donald trump's entire wikipedia page was deleted from wikipedia and replaced with let's be honest no one cares about this guy and (laughs) why would they ever change that back had to well they're neutral you know they have to like be able to kind of give information on anything and everything and they want to be able to give like the good and the bad and like every side and stuff like that and that's what they stand for Neutral space just for information, you know, no like stances on anything. Well, they try. I mean, they try to like (laughs) be like that, but is anything really neutral? Who knows? So Wikipedia started as a competitor for Britannica Online, who were doing really well and they were very established. And Wikipedia was like, uh, hold on a second, Mr. Jimmy Wales or Jimbo, as he is known online. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's the founder of Wikipedia, and on his own Wikipedia page, he was, like, known as Jimbo. (laughs) Cute. Um, All right. He founded Newpedia, um, which was, like, not good because at first they were trying to do what Britannica online was doing and they were trying to get accredited people and like accredited sources to write articles for free and to Eat. like just do these things for free so and capitalism they also said had this, no yeah no capitalism said no thank <laughs> you so by the end of the first year they had a grand total of 12 articles nice. <laughs> out. And he was like oh god this is not good so he decided to start wikipedia and they like stole this idea of a wiki from this website called wiki wiki web (laughs) web." yeah exactly so it was like this forum um for people who wanted to learn more about computer languages and about like hacking and stuff like that and people were able to go in and edit and um like it was a quick kind of editing situation the word wiki is actually hawaiian for quick Fun fact. Ooh. So that's Quickpedia. where he got the idea of like editing. Yeah, yeah. Of like editing stuff down to try to figure it out. Also, Jimbo is a finance bro. He almost got his PhD in finance. <laughs>
0: Isn't that... In a... finance? Yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> like, what the
0: fuck? I didn't know you could do that. And I mean, I guess I
1: I guess you could, could. But like, what To the understand finance? What is your thesis? <laughs> like, I don't understand. um but apparently that wasn't his dream and his dream was to start an internet company so he went off and he created wikipedia the free encyclopedia run by volunteers and by the community also a fun fact january 15th is wikipedia day (gasps) cool and we love those micro holidays did they buy it for for (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) it's just like when it was found it i guess Mm. and by the end of the first year there was twenty thousand articles which was doing way better than newpedia and eventually Mm -hmm. in 2004 they shut down newpedia with a grand total of 24 articles online i know (laughs) big (laughs) in favor of wikipedia which obviously at this point had like a hundred thousand and he established it as a non-profit only a couple of employees and like this is where the freaking advertising thing starts to Finance come in, right? Finance Bro because started a
0: non-profit? Yeah. Yeah. Is he doing it for tax evasion purposes?
1: Ye, he does evade taxes because of donations. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: okay. <laughs> Saw that one coming. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Taxes are being All evaded. 100%. it is. There is nothing pure under capitalism. No, definitely. Like
1: never. I mean, Wikipedia is like, I feel like it's a pretty close thing to being pure. He has other stuff that's going on, like... I don't even know. But the advertisements, I wrote here that they basically read as a desperate message from your ex. Because <laughs> they do. It literally begs Please. you to spare the money. And like, they're like, oh, it's don't just have for the price food. of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> literally i need a copy this morning and it's like don't you, will you love be contributing me. like keep wikipedia ad free keep them free of advertisers and this i was like why should we keep wikipedia free of advertisers why can't we just throw ads on it just like everything yeah, else in this fucking world no will
0: look at it. yeah yeah
1: exactly just on the Side, yeah just a little like side advertisement thing or something like that but they're very against it they do hmm. not like the fact that um the whole thing is supposed to be neutral. So if they get sponsored by someone, someone huge, for example, Mm. like Google, then they're worried that they'll have to remove the dirt that they have on Google or anything Ah. associated with Google. So it's like important to them and their morals as a company, which I do appreciate, um, to stay as neutral as they possibly can, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I donated to Wikipedia because of this. And I was like, this is interesting. (laughs) And let me tell you about a little story.
0: After I donated can I, $10. Wait, can I ask you? can I ask yeah. you a quick question? Did yeah. you um, do all of your research on Wikipedia? On Pretty Wikipedia? much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> they have a
1: lot of good yeah. stuff on there. They really do. Um, they even have like an entire page dedicated to like the pros and cons or like pro advertising and not pro advertising and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they call themselves out for talking about how they're um, asking for money sounds like begging. They're like, some users don't like that we beg for money, <laughs> and would rather just see advertisements. I'm like, whoa, you are so self-aware. My mind. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so after I donated the first time to Wikipedia, I just started getting these really dramatic emails, and I have um, dug them up for you guys. So I just want to, I just want to like show you some of the stuff that I've been receiving from Wikipedia because it's insane. <laughs> like these guys, literally are just have no shame whatsoever like this girl Catherine from wikipedia i'm assuming she's one of the employees she she's like thank you so much for your gift of ten dollars like your support of wikipedia's mission means everything right now and then she goes in about the pandemic and she's like i'm writing to you from my home which has also become my office and then she goes on to talk about how they're like yeah, right? And she's like, I'm sure you can relate. Like, you um, we know, we're so happy that we can make knowledge available to you. And like, no matter where you are. Like, thank you so much. I'm grateful and deeply honored to be on this journey with you. On Pretty this fucking journey? Uh, this knowledge journey, I guess. What's the journey?
0: <laughs> mm, I don't know. Save to $10. keep it. In... <laughs> That's what I'm we saying. We were hoping it's that was no so strings insane. attached. <laughs> Literally. Aww. And then... I started getting
1: emails from Jimmy Jimbo Wales himself.
0: (gasps) From the CEO himself.
1: The CEO. (laughs) He sent me an email. Okay, I had no idea. I've never seen this email address in my life before, but the title was We've Had Enough. And I was quite shook. It was pretty... Intense, And he just goes on to be like, at every turn, we're pressured to compromise our values. And I'll be honest, we've had enough. People always ask us, why not just run ads to make revenue or capture and sell readers data, blah, 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 blah. He's like, while all these things are normal, we would like to remind you that there's another way, a way that doesn't jeopardize the neutrality of our content and threaten your personal data. So they're also really into like protecting your privacy and stuff like that, which is oh, super nice. fun. Um, so, yeah, even just though go you to s-
0: go to Google to go to Wikipedia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you can search Wikipedia like on Wikipedia. So I guess
0: that's a more safer way to do it. But how do you get to Wikipedia? You have to open a web browser that is already tracking and selling your information. Like, I can't just open Wikipedia. Yeah, that's true. I have true. to go to yeah. Google, type in Wikipedia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then get on Wikipedia. Yeah. But then, Anyways. can Google track you once you're in Wikipedia? Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe but they, they have like track a little you blocky get, block. Block. get there.
1: Yeah, that's true. But then they just know that you went to Wikipedia. Like, that's not super, like, eh. That's not super detrimental, place. you know? No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. let us in.
0: <laughs> oh, what are you doing cute. in there?
1: <laughs> that's so cute. Wikipedia is, like, the little safe haven of the internet, you know? Um. Yeah. And then Sorry, I got yeah. another email from him <laughs> that from said... Him personally. Yeah. <laughs> you are one of the rare exceptions. Guys, these emails are so 12%. dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going in. He's like, thank you so much for donating Canadian $10 to Canada Canadian Canada. $10. <laughs> I have to throw that in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yeah, and then at the end, he highlighted, like, about how most people will ignore this message. We have no choice but to turn to you. Please renew your gift to ensure that Wikipedia remains independent, ad-free, and thriving for years to come. come. Oh, man. They tell you it's going to be a one-time donation, and then they guilt you. They guilt you into, (laughs) into, like, (laughs) telling yourself that you need to give them another donation, which it fucking works i'm not gonna lie i did give them 25 dollars this year but honestly i've been reading on wikipedia like a lot recently anyways mm-hmm. so like i don't know you might as well take my minimum wage money like i guess i guess that's no. fine i guess 25 dollars is totally no. fine <laughs> So I guess you're welcome, everybody. I'm a part of the 2% of people who are keeping Wikipedia alive.
0: Thank you. Um, Thank you for taking <laughs> the weight of the world on your shoulders, Lydia.
1: You're welcome. It, it's, it's a lot. Holding up the internet. single It's hard to carry. Like, my shoulders get tired, you know? <laughs> um, so I was like, where's my uh, where's my money going? And it turns <clears> out <throat> that they are doing okay. <laughs> okay. They actually don't need my money. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Since they're a nonprofit, the money goes towards savings, right? Like I was saying. Mm. And like they just pile up their money. In 2019, they accumulated $165 million. And if that's over 20 years of being around. So that started at $20,000 and then every year they
0: Hold on, how much? Th- it's 165 5 million. Yeah. I don't okay I was gonna do math I don't know how to do that how many <laughs> is that? 100? Okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> so um
1: yeah it's and that's if they don't get any donations like I was saying they would be able to operate for another year and a half without ads and then at that point it's like what do you do are you gonna shut down Wikipedia it's just gonna become another like internet relic of the past that's just not functioning and overridden with like trolls and stuff like that I'm not totally sure um And something about this that was kind of funny is when they started asking for uh, money through like these desperate and emotional campaigns, it became a meme because people were like, what the (laughs) fuck is this? what's happening over? Yeah, and some of the memes, one of the memes was like, when you donate $4 to Wikipedia after using the website for 10 years, and then it's like this family guy quote, and he's like, don't be alarmed, but I think I might be Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And there's another one that uh, people who donate three dollars like carrying society like holding up society on their backs like it's a lot of good stuff and it's a, a lot of uh nice stuff and a lot of people started suspecting that wikipedia was actually contributing to the memes to promote donations <laughs> i was
0: just thinking that i was like yeah. it sounds like they're feeding off of that a little bit they're like okay
1: yeah it's like Avro, right? you know yeah she's she like is... they're like this is good no for publicity bad publicity exactly there's no such thing um, but I mean I'm kind of happy to see that like people are turning into a meme because it's so eye-rolly and so like <laughs> awkward to to have to like scroll past the donation section on Wikipedia like it's just so uncomfortable mm. anyways so I wanted to also quickly comment on the like anyone can edit thing on Wikipedia because when I was in high school um, and university they often tell you that Wikipedia is not a source Which is true yeah however i do think that wikipedia is reliable it's not a source because it's a source of other sources you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it collects the information for you yeah exactly in one large page the references are all at the bottom too and if mm-hmm. this, if your work, like if your Wikipedia text or whatever can't be cited, then it lets you know. It tells you that this work has not been like officially cited or like this ha- doesn't have like a good source or whatever. And there's like a little symbol that says it just hasn't been verified so i think if you use it mindfully it's a fine source and i have been the person who scrolls to the bottom of the wikipedia page for sources Mm -hmm. and uses them for essays (laughs) (laughs) or for other work so i mean it's kind of nice like i get how it's not a source but it can be a source if you use it right Mm -hmm. and um yeah like if
0: yeah if the information is somewhere else just
1: go to that other place Yeah, exactly. And then if that's not reliable, go to their sources. <laughs> just keep sourcing other people's sources until you get your shit done. <laughs> um, and I, this was another like quick kind of aside that also doesn't have anything to do with the donations or Wikipedia itself. Uh, I was just distracted by this like cool YouTube video um, where this guy tests out this theory that if you click on the first Wikipedia link in a Wikipedia article, and if you mm-hmm. skip pronunciations or the Wiktionary, which is the Wikipedia dictionary... It'll always lead you back to a philosophy page. My mind is freaking blown. I watched like 20 minutes of this guy going from WWE wrestling to philosophy just by clicking the first link. And it takes like less than five minutes. He did it with a couple other things. He did it with moths. It went from moths, polythe, evolution, hereditary, traits, to phenotypes, to genetics, to biology, to natural science, to science, to knowledge, to fact, to reality, to object of the mind, to object to philosophy <laughs> wow
0: i know i've seen like videos on tiktoks where people get two words and they start at one word and they have to like go through and click links mm-hmm. and they have to get to the other word as fast as they can on wikipedia
1: oh that's interesting mm-hmm. that sounds like a fun little game <laughs> i yeah. <kinda> like that <laughs> Or we could do like how fast will it take you to get to the philosophy page if you like mm. start at this one because it all
0: leads back to philosophy. It's so <gasps>
1: crazy. It's so I crazy. wonder if that's
0: a Wikipedia thing or just like a humanity thing.
1: Yeah. Did they do it on purpose? Mm. Maybe it's just a humanity thing. <laughs> because it's, Philosophy is like the study of humanity kind of. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so the question is. Why doesn't Wikipedia just start running ads? If they're this desperate for money, why mm-hmm. don't they just run ads? Jimmy Wales said because they don't want to. Is that He Jimbo? says Jimbo, yeah. Okay, don't he call says, him like, by his real name. Come on. Sorry. His name is Jimbo. I apologize. Jimbo. <laughs> um, he's been saying for years that he's opposed to ads, but he's open to the idea that it could make them more money to support their growing staff and to make Wikipedia better. But as of right now, he has
0: finance world.
1: Yes, he is a finance bro. but as of right now, I think he enjoys being a non-profit. I feel like there's some benefits Mm. that come from that, that maybe Mm -hmm. a PhD in finance knows more about than I do. (laughs) (laughs) So, as of right now, the only ad plan that they have is, like, the links to donate, Um, and they just want to, like, put them on other pages in the Wikimedia family, not just Wikipedia, and... Also, they feel like the click rate on the ads would be so low that it wouldn't even be worth it. And Mm. he also said that ads would cheapen the encyclopedia because, in their nature, ads are made to persuade. And he's trying to make this encyclopedia a neutral place, so running ads could make it seem biased. And also,
0: guilt trips people into giving five (laughs)
1: dollars. I know, right? i don't know (laughs) um and then also he said that seeing like the aesthetic part of it seeing ads Mm -hmm. on a page could feel like the credibility isn't there and the content is less legit because if you see something Mm -hmm. overrun by ads like you're automatically like i click away pretty quickly sometimes (laughs) i'm like i can't stand this he also says that they're annoying and distracting because of the Mm -hmm. limited color palette on Wikipedia, um, he wants to keep it free of those kind of ads and free of distractions. And also the privacy violation. This isn't anything new. It's just about like tracking people. And like he's really into privacy, which is great. You know, I love it. Fair enough. And then some pro-advertising ideas um, would be that ads on Wikipedia would just be writing and no pictures, no animations, nothing to distract anybody. It's just like kind of a little written something and then like a link that you can click also. There was also mm. an idea that users could opt out of ads and Ooh. users can choose where they want the ads to be placed. <laughs> huh. Yeah, and then also no the way. final part. Yeah, no <laughs> right Where many users just don't like it when Wikipedia runs ads begging for money and they would just rather seek the ads. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, (laughs) In conclusion, I guess my opinion, I would love it if Wikipedia remained ad free. I think that it Hmm. should remain ad free, you know, like I'm totally happy Hmm. to give them like $25, $10 would be better for my pockets, Um, like a year (laughs) or something like that. And I think if people were to see the option to opt out of ads, I don't think that they would take it. And I know this mm. because people, for example, me, you know, I'm a part of this group as well, who go on to the Toronto Star, CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post. They ask you for a monthly subscription and then they ask you to turn off your ad blocker if you're not doing the monthly subscription. Like... Well, I don't know what it is about spending money on the monthly subscription for something. I would rather see the ads. <laughs> I know yeah. for a fact because they keep showing me this thing. Like, clearly, they're not doing well. They're barely holding their heads above water because people would rather see the fucking ads. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a, yeah. Show me the ads. It's fine. Yeah, literally. I we see would ads
1: everywhere else. Like, mm-hmm. just show it's fine. What's another ad? <laughs> What's another ad? Off that note, it's pretty much the only ad free website, I think. In existence. Oh. Probably. And I think that we should try to That's keep special. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little piece of history. And it's like what we were talking about a couple weeks ago with like old internet and like how mm-hmm. it's just kind of a piece of the internet and proof that it, the internet doesn't need to be overrun by ads. And it can actually be just a place for information and just to browse and like just Somewhere that you
0: can browse. Yeah. Somewhere it that exists. you can actually
1: surf the web. Like that place is oh. actually existing. And it is Wikipedia. kind of Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems Kind of innocent and like cute, and I Ooh, kind yeah. of like it. <laughs> and although you may feel guilty about not contributing to, w- to Wikipedia, that is my personal experience, don't worry about it. That only lasts for like a minute. It goes away real quick, and then you forget that Wikipedia ever existed. <laughs> and you can continue to read the articles and make the little ad telling you mm-hmm. to pay for Wikipedia just disappear, and it won't show up for another like four Good months. Nice. Yeah. And um, Very nice. yeah, that's pretty much it. I. Don't want them to be sponsored by any company. I would like it if they Mm -mm. just kind of remained in this, like, neutral, as much as neutral as they can. Like, nothing is truly, truly unbiased. But providing all of the information that you have is definitely a good step towards that future. Donate to Wikipedia if you want. (laughs) This was an ad. Sponsored by Wikipedia. (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it.
1: Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Um you if you want to see more of us you can find us on instagram at very.unimportant.people you can also email us at haters here at gmail.com and that's h h t r s click here at gmail.com and you can also follow us on twitter at v unimportant ppl and you can find us on tiktok So good luck with that. Um, You can also find our Patreon where we post extra content. All you have to do is go to our Instagram page, click on the link tree, and then click on the Patreon link and it'll bring you to our lovely page. And for as little as I think two or $3, you can support us. (laughs) And yeah, that'd be so awesome.
0: (laughs) Please, 98% of people scroll past past this.
1: You are the exception to the rule, maybe. We are starving.
0: (laughs) Put food on our tables.
1: We need bread to eat tomorrow morning, (laughs) goddammit. So yeah, thanks for listening to our opinions on Avril and (laughs) (laughs) Wikipedia. And have a great.